You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Her Money is supported by Fidelity Investments. Together, we're here to empower, educate, and encourage women to start talking about money. Discover more at fidelity.com slash it's time. Her Money comes to you through PRX. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome to the very first show of 2018. You know, I sat down with Kelly on my team and we were talking about who we wanted to have on this very first show of the year. It took me about two minutes, maybe even less, to decide I wanted Joy Bauer and Jill Martin so that we could come together and talk about how to make this year Fabulous year all around. So my buddies are with me. Yay. Joy. Hi guys. Hey Joy. <laughs> so Jill and I are together in the studio. Joy is at her home in Westchester. You've seen us over the past couple of years on Start Today talking about how to organize your life, how to make it healthier in terms of your food choices, how to make it healthier in terms of your financial choices. And that's what we're going to do today. So welcome. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me. I, I emailed Kelly and I said, is it okay if I come in in sweatpants or is this the kind of podcast that <laughs> someone can actually, because people always laugh and joy, you could say this too. TV, when we do start today is so glamorous. We have hair and makeup and everything, but when we're not on the air, it's all about oh feeling goodness. organized and staying <laughs> sane in your sweatpants and baseball hat. So I appreciate you letting me come in my Uggs indoor outdoor slippers. Well, I'm in jeans today and, <laughs> and I still have my scarf on because it's a little bit chilly outside, but I love the days when we're just in the orange room and then we can all strategize that we will indeed come in jeans and not get dressed up. Right. That's one of our big start today initiatives. You guys are making me so jealous that I'm not there with you. This is not fair. And by the way, I have a meeting after this. That's why I didn't come into the studio. So I'm actually in work clothes. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, you can get home later and put your jammies back on. Yeah, you got that right. (laughs) All right. So Joy, let's start with you. When when we look at getting healthier next year, I got to say, there is a packet of chia seeds on my counter right now. They're not for me. They're for my husband. But my daughter, who is studying food studies, walked in and said, Mom, you know, those are really fattening. So as we look at the health and wellness landscape, all the different trends and fads, and what do you tell people who just want to get a little healthier, maybe a little thinner, a little fitter for the next year? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. And um, I, I'm coming back seven times because you know there's, there's a lot to that answer. But at the end of the day, Eating well is not rocket science, right? We know what those smart foods are. It doesn't have to be complicated. And more importantly, it doesn't have to be expensive. And in fact, it's not expensive. It basically means eating more produce, right? More vegetables, more fruit, more plant-based entrees, using lentils, using beans, being creative, cooking more at home, being less impulsive with junk food. And when it comes to people making these, you know, grand New Year's resolutions, a lot of the time it backfires because 
it's too much. It's too overwhelming. So what I like to tell people when it comes to eating better, eating healthier, you know, feeling more energized, extending your life, because that really is what you get out of eating healthier, all those great things. Think of short-term goals. Come up with mini goals for each week um, and, and check them off because they're doable, they're tangible, they're concrete, they're manageable, right? So, for example, everybody could add a produce item to each and every meal. Everybody could walk 30 minutes each day. Everybody, a few times each week, can brown bag their lunch to work. And what you're going to get out of that is, you know, obviously feeling better, you're going to be healthier, but you're also going to save yourself cash, and that's your area. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll save yourself cash as you're doing it. I'm actually looking at Jill, who looks fabulous in her sweats. What are you doing these days? Like, your skin is glowing. Thank you. And, I mean, clearly you're very happy. But besides the happiness, like, what health fitness regimen do you have going on right now? Do you want to hear something so funny as Joy was talking? I actually, you know, it's funny because people see you on the show and I do, like, the organizational stuff and the celebrity and the lifestyle. But we go to each other for advice on things. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's a really real thing because... We need help, too. So if I need financial advice, I can call Jean. I have her phone number. I mean, imagine having that access. And Joy has really helped me over the years because I struggle with emotional eating. So if I have a bad day, I'll say to her, I had four donuts in the green room. And my mentality is if I go down a bad road, I keep going and I'll start the next day. And she said to me, she said two things that, Joy, I don't even know if you know this, that I'll always remember and I think about. She said, if you go down a bad road, Drink four glasses of water and turn around. You don't have to keep going down the road. And then the other thing was I said, you know, but like when I go out, I really want French fries. And she said, you don't think I want them? She said, it's not an option. When you're eating healthy, it's not an option. You have to choose the healthier things. So I said to her, you know, I'm I'm out a lot. And like everybody else, I'm running around. What are some things that I can grab on the go? I'm not always able to pack a bag lunch. I'm not always able. So she gave me things. And Joy, you could talk about this too if you don't even remember. But something I can get at Dunkin' Donuts. Something I can get at Starbucks. Something that I can get. Like there are these egg white wraps. Yeah. Vegetable egg white from Dunkin' Donuts. They're right. delicious. The reduced fat turkey bacon sandwich at Starbucks. Right. Or the egg white feta wraps. Right. So she gave me these I, tools that when I'm traveling and I'm working all day, I don't feel like I have to eat four donuts. I feel like I can still make a smart decision. And I'm so grateful for that. And that's why right now I look healthier and I, you know, lost weight because I'm not making poor decisions even when my life is chaotic. You know, it's interesting that Jill brings up a great point, Jill. I love that you said that because that goes back to it's not where you eat, it's what you eat. And really there is a smart decision at any place that you go to, anywhere. You just have to sort of like take a beat and uh, figure out what it is. Can we talk about the French fries for just a second? Because (laughs) I have a problem. Like, I want the French fries. The not an option thing, because sometimes I'll just order the French fries and I'll think, I'll have three, you know? Or I'll order a glass of wine and think, I'll have one. But one becomes two very quickly, and three French fries often become 30 French fries. Yeah. So let me tell you why... This is why I say to Jill, it's not an option. <laughs> because Jill was in a funk where one was a thousand. Right. So that comment is for a very specific personality at a specific time. You know, I'm somebody who I can have a small handful and I can stop at that. I can have a bite of dessert and it can be okay. You know, I sort of, I, I get the indulgence, I get to experience it and I'll put my fork down. A lot of other people can't do that. And Jill actually now can do that. But in that moment, it's sort of like you have to ask yourself, you know, where am I 
at this very moment. And if, you know, some is not necessarily going to happen or a reality for me right now, then I think you can say that not an option. But once you are in control and you can have a small amount, absolutely, you know, know yourself and forge forward. I don't have that even. Joy, it's funny that we've never discussed this, but I still don't have the capability to order french fries and only have I could have one glass of wine but okay. with food like that I can't have one bite of a banana cream pie I'll want the whole thing so I can't even it's start and I think food. it's a trigger food and I think that you know once I start I'm like oh okay tomorrow I'll start and I just that doesn't feel good for me so I love the four glasses of water yeah, okay. turn around and keep going oh, like oh my god I'm so going to do that because donuts too like in the green room in, in the, the morning in the green room in the munchkins. morning yeah they're so good <laughs> and you know what also guys like you always have to know too like Nobody gains weight from a, a, a four donut binge. It's when you let that four donut binge turn into like a whole hog, you know, one day, two days, a full weekend. Oh, I'll start fresh on Monday and it's only Tuesday. So you have a full week or let me wait till January 1st. It's, it's when we let those off moments, um, you know, snowball out of control. So, you know, it happens. You shake it off. You drink the water and you move forward. This is random, but I was at a sushi place last night, and they only had beer and sake, and I had a light beer. How do you feel about light beer? I think it tastes terrible. Oh, I like it. I just meant calorie-wise. Like, am I okay having a light beer? Absolutely. Yeah. You you know, like, um, I I sort of um, judge a cocktail as a skinny cocktail. would be a glass of wine. It could be... Believe it or not, it could be a regular beer or a light beer, because I think real beer connoisseurs would, you know kill me if I ever was only recommending light beer. And my, my husband, by the way, would be in that camp. Um, but also vodka with club soda and a splash of whatever fruit juice you like. Like all of those things are skinny cocktails. They really are. All right. We're moving on. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about my closet, which right now is is a total mess. It because is. well, I did a little shopping over the holidays, not just for other people, by the way. I was like I w- I don't know what it is about getting older, but I all of a sudden I just hate all my clothes and I want to right. get rid of them and I want to get new ones and I, I want to dress age appropriately, but I don't want to look old. First of all, let's. how do you get organized and know what to get rid right. of and what to keep? You know, it's a really overwhelming thing. And for a lot of people, and I've been reading emotionally how hard it is because my mother has trouble parting with things and I wanted to be able to understand. I think that you really have to come to a place where it's just about things and that you have to part with them because emotionally to wake up to chaos, your your day starts with you opening your closet and you should see pretty and you should see simple and you should see not a lot of things. I don't have a lot of things in my closet. Everything in your closet should be something that if you were running into an ex-boyfriend, even your best sweatshirt, it should be your best of everything because you only pick your favorite thing. So what if some of those things were expensive purchases you can in sign the them. past. You go to websites like The Real Real or you call your local consignment store and you can sign them or you just give them away. But something $2,000 that's sitting in your closet or $200 that you're not wearing has no use to you, even if it's fabulous. So we don't wear statistically 75% of what we have in our closet. So only 25% should be there. Now, a lot of people, I got down to it. A lot of people can't get down to it. But when you put something on and it's a little faded, I mean, there's general rules, but like it's not exactly so black. There's a little dent in the corner. It doesn't make you feel your best. Anything that doesn't make you feel a 10 or look a 10, it goes because you'll never pick it. So you really should have only like 
a few things in your closet, the best of the best, and everything else should be donated, consigned, or give it to your child or a child's friend. Make someone else happy with it. What's your process for getting down? Like, I mean, if you're starting at 100% and you want to get down to 25%, what what's the process? Like, you go in, you try on. Should you do it in the morning? Should you do it in the afternoon? Like, yeah. how do you do it? You know, we're actually doing a series um, all together, the three of us on Megan Kelly, this week, actually, so everybody can tune in. And what it is is, and I, I say, you know, things are overwhelming, like with Joy. If she says, like, she wants to revamp your whole life in one minute, you're like, that's too much. So what's the first thing. The first thing is to go through a 24-hour cleanse. And in that cleanse, anything that's faded, too big or too small, has a hole in it, or that you never wear, goes. Okay? Next step, anything you haven't worn in six months, goes. Like these are just these are just these jet. are just rules. These are just th- these are just rules. And then anything that has like a dream attached to it, like when I get taken away to St. Bart's by someone, like anything that's just this random storyline, or on a football Sunday when I'm at Bucha Bucha's house. I mean, there's just no scenario it's going to happen. <laughs> that leaves two, and after that, you'll have about fifty percent, and then we'll go on to the next step. But those three things are like rules. You could literally say this isn't something I've worn in six months. And so it leaves. I have so much like that. Yeah. When you- I am like so intently listening right now because you guys have to know as much as I, you know, I'm fully on top of and together with the health piece, I am a hot mess with this closet. I'm literally glued to the phone right now, listening to every single word that you're saying, Jill. I need this so badly. It's How so much- funny, like, because we do that with each other. I'm like that when the two of you are talking because I'm a mess in the food world and in the financial world. So it's very interesting. And I think everybody can relate, like how you could be so good in one part of your life and so, de- mm-hmm. you know, sufficient in the other. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, people are listening, but I think they can tell how much we learn from each other. When you consign, cause I've done a little bit of consigning, but I haven't done that much. How do you decide which site and how do you decide how much to charge for it? Right. So the, most of the sites will do that. I mean, there are some stuff like you'll put on eBay, let's say, and like 10 pairs of jeans will be like $25 on eBay. Sometimes it's not worth it. Sometimes it's like you want to just, I know, I don't even know if we're allowed to say this, but like suck it up and just donate it and just get rid of the clutter. And that's your payment is to just like, mm-hmm. well, by just, the way, you can take the tax write off, which right, is a good thing. The donation, of course, yeah. is it, it's, but sometimes I'm saying like, unless it's like a really good item that you feel like it would be worth it. Cause you can put stuff on eBay and make money. I've made money on eBay. I bought my car on eBay. I mean, the, you know, there are things that you could legit do, but you know, local consignment stores will take certain items and, um, the real real takes designer items. They'll come pick it up, but, but those are real designer items. Sometimes it just takes, take the write off and just donate it. But you know, you don't realize the payback that you'll get when you open your closet in the morning. You gain an extra 10 to 15 minutes if you're seeing pretty and you're only picking things that make you feel fabulous. Because if you don't pick something that makes you feel fabulous, your whole day is altered. Let's say you pick an amazing dress and some, and you're free at six and somebody asks you to go for drinks. You feel great about yourself. You're going to go. If you're on like that old black dress that's faded and you threw it on, you finish at six, you're not going to pick that plan. It truly does getting dressed in the morning could alter your life. Absolutely. Let's take a breather and just remind everybody that great conversations like these, and I am loving this, are brought to you by Fidelity Investments. Fidelity is focused on helping women like all of us, like my great girlfriends here, take charge of our financial lives because we work really hard and we deserve to live the lives that we work so hard for. So visit fidelity.com slash front seat. 
going to find a lot of conversations like this one with Joy and Jill. You'll find a lot of information, too, about how to manage your money during life's biggest events and most challenging times, whether you are getting married or divorced or starting a new career or, like all of us, embarking on a new year. Again, that is fidelity.com slash front seat. We are happy to be back with my fellow today's show correspondents, Joy Bauer and Jill Martin. You know, one of the things that people look at all of us and say, and I, I've had trouble acknowledging this in the past, but we've built these careers where we're essentially brands. And these days, especially with so much freelancing going on, that's something that a lot of people are aspiring to do. And so I want to wrap this up with a little bit of career advice for everybody who is listening. Joy, let's start with you. I mean, how how did you take a nutrition degree and turn it into a business? Well, I mean, the first thing that I would say to anyone is you have to have passion, patience, and persistence, right? I call that the three Ps. And um, like something my father has always said to me, the harder you work, the luckier you'll get. If you find something that you absolutely love and you can figure out a way to make a business or a career out of it, it becomes that much easier. The three of us are each in theme or, you know, category careers that we truly love. We live it. And, and you know, we all know this, but, but when it becomes your own business, you're working at it 24-7. So when you love it, it makes it fun. Um, it makes it, you know, there's still challenges and obstacles and whatnot. Um, but I also learn from every single hiccup that I've ever had. And I would say the best advice that I can give anyone I've learned throughout, you know, my journey is to stick with, within your career, within your business, stick with the things that you do best. So for me, it's recipe development, it's um, media, it's PR, it's the communication of the information, but then align yourself. And if you have the luxury of hiring others to do the things that are not within your wheelhouse. So, for example, with me, I have a snack company right now. I don't understand finance. I'm not an expert at sales or marketing or operations. So I bring other people in to enable that part to thrive. So hopefully that makes sense. It was a little bit of a mouthful, but I get very passionate about all this stuff. Well, let's just give a shout out to your snack company, yeah, by the way. Snacks. Nourish oh, Snacks. Thank you. They're, they've, so you've got good. these wonderful little granola bites in many different flavors. And where can people, I mean, they're all over. I see them everywhere. Louis Lakari, when I was getting my color done yesterday, that was my snack. <laughs> oh, thank you. Let me tell you, this is like a pinch me moment. This was not an overnight success. I always, this is my fourth child. Uh, there was no epidural, and it took longer <laughs> than nine months to have. Um, but I'm really excited. Yeah, we're we're rolling out in retail nationally in January. We're on Amazon.com, of course. And um, what's real exciting to me is one of like the big trends for 2018 and going forward is going to be ancient grains. So in addition to the granola bites, I have these ancient grain crisps coming out. Um, it's like these savory, delicious snacks and things like nacho cheese and aged white cheddar. And I have sea salt and garden ranch. Yum. So that sounds good. Yay. I'm your new snack dealer. Excellent. We can't wait. And <laughs> and 
Same question, Jill. I mean, how did you, you were a sports broadcaster. You're still a sports broadcaster. We can see you at the Nick Games courtside. What do you say to people who want to create an empire? You know, I have a lifestyle brand on QVC. Geely. I'm proud to say because I pitched QVC six times before that, went in with a product. No, 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 no. So I think my first thing is never take no for an answer. And I think that that's how I live and how I have lived. And I also think, do you remember those gummy things that we used to throw at the wall? It's like a little bug when we were little. And yeah, it's like and a gummy. Stick. They would stick and then they would crawl down. If probability-wise, if you throw 10 at the wall, maybe one or two will stick. But if you throw 100 at the wall, maybe 10 will stick. So I throw as many things as I can, as many ideas at the wall. I get a lot of no's, but then probability-wise, I'm going to get more yeses. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I've lived. Don't you feel like ideas are your currency? I mean, I think for all of us, I, for me, ideas are what's kept me in business. It's all about the next idea. Is that what you mm-hmm. think for you has been? I do. I do. I think it's always coming up with a new idea because like Joy was saying earlier, we all know what we have to do in order to lose a little weight, right? We all know what we have to do. Eat less and work out more. Right. That's what I say. And we all know what we have to do to get better with our money, right? Spend a little less and save a little more. There's no rocket science there, but it's figuring out ways to make it fresh and keep it interesting. And absolutely, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's all about ideas. And I like what you Mm -hmm. said, Joy. I do believe that, you know, I think that certain people do get a little sparkle in life. Like, I think there's plenty of people who are just as motivated and talented as I am and bright and all the things that I've worked hard for. But I do believe the harder you work, the luckier you get. I think that's a really smart thing to do because I think people who are sitting home and are like, oh, she's lucky. I mean, I've worked 24-7, you know, and given up a personal life up until now for that. I mean, you know, you could have it all not at once. It's like, it's a real thing for women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, Jean, you said something, and I'm going to mucky up this saying, but it goes along with the idea thing. I once read, and you guys will fix this if I'm saying it wrong, that every second, you know, a thousand people come up with the same idea, but it's the person who forges forward and tries to pursue something from that idea that's going to win. And that could be one of the gummies that Jill was talking about. I like you know, that. all those ideas. We, well, everybody sits there and you think and think. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And then even you know, once in a while, something will come to fruition, some new gadget or whatever. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that see the gadget and say, "Holy cow! I thought of this like ten years ago." So when we do think of things, we've got to pursue it with a vengeance. Some will work out, some won't, but you'll never know unless you try. Right. Right. And if you just want to feel really, really sure about that idea. So when I was in college, I used to cut the feet off of pantyhose and then put them on under a pair of pants, just the control top to wear because it would make me feel thinner. Well, hello, Right. I didn't invent right. spanks because I <laughs> didn't call Blakely them spanks. Right. right. But, you know, you, you have a great idea. You have to take it and you have to run with it. It's funny yeah, you I brought her. Facebook. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. You'd be, better get in in that lawsuit. You know, what's so funny that you brought up spanks. I saw Sarah Blakely, who is the inventor of Spanx, at a Knicks game. And we were standing on the court. And she's like, you work so hard. She's like, but you really need a business. She's like, you really need a product. And that's what prompted me 
to start my, she was my woman crest Wednesday, like, cause oh, she's at QVC now right. with Spanx. And I thanked her and she didn't even realize. She said that to me. I barely knew her on the court. And that's what prompted me to start this QVC line and ultimately changed my business and life. And so it's funny that you use Spanx as your example. So tell everybody about this. It's Geely. It's got it. Love it. Got it. Love it. It's a lifestyle brand. It's footwear and clothing and I'm moving into athleisure wear this year. And it's just, a, you know, a way to look and feel fabulous. It's their couture line, you know, for less, but the quality's there. And it's just I get to create and design and, you know, make everyone feel good about themselves. And it's been a life-changing business experience for me in so many ways, just learning. and Jill, your stuff is <laughs> Thank Every, you. Everything is, like, more beautiful than the next. Thank you. And who doesn't want to look like Jill? That's Aww. right. Both of my hands are up. I'm not in the studio, but both of my hands are way up. Well, all of you. our hands are way up here, too. Well, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you, and I love you guys. Love and you happy too. 2018 oh. to all of us. And you out I there, know. healthy and happy. Healthy and happy New Year, and we'll be right back. Bye-bye. Bye. And Kelly is with me in the studio. You've got your fuzzy hat on. I've got my fuzzy scarf. We're it's all chilly. wrapped up. It is a little chilly. It but is. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Did you have a nice celebration? I did. And are you noticing my tan? Too? I am. Yep. I am. Kelly went to Hawaii with the parentals. Mm-hmm. We had a very nice time. Good. I'm yes. so glad. I'm and that glad. was such a fun conversation. You know, I love them. They're just, I mean, we've known each other for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I felt like I was sitting in on either a happy hour or a sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> but I love Jill's advice on your closet. And I took it a few years ago in getting rid of everything that doesn't make me feel confident or anything that I don't love. And it has totally saved so much time. It does. It saves a ton of time. I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to go through. I mean, I did do a major clean out maybe a year ago. And there were some things where a couple of times people said to me, oh, that's a great dress. Just keep it. Mm-hmm. But it's not a great dress if I never put it on. Right. Right. And I have done the cleanup with thread up where you throw everything into a bag and you get some cash back. I haven't found the payouts there to be as high as when you take an individual picture of an item and post it on like a Poshmark Mm -hmm. or an eBay or a Real Wheel. I think she's right that there are times when it's worth doing the extra work and there are times when it's worth just giving it away and taking the tax deduction because you got to factor your time into the equation and it takes time to wrap it and ship it and photograph it and monitor it and all of that counts too. You have to want to do it. Exactly. And that's perfect that you mentioned that because I think we're talking more about that in today's Thrive segment. Great. Excellent. Well, tell me what we've got in terms of mailbag. Our first question this week is from Esperanza. She writes, I am in my mid-30s and have seen many friends my age say their final goodbyes to their parents. I am worried about my mother's mortality. She is in her mid-60s and has an array of medical issues. When she dies, I will be responsible for the related expenses and, surely, this will throw a wrench into my financial planning. My mother does not have life insurance and refuses to talk about the topic as it pertains to her or me. I tried to bring up the conversation several times by talking about the policies I have on myself, and she expertly evades the topic every time. Can you provide some advice? on how to open a life insurance policy for someone else, especially someone with serious health conditions. 
So you may find it's not possible to get life insurance for her unless she has a job. If she has a job, you can very likely get a group policy through your employer. So I would look at that. When you talk about the related expenses with um, a death, essentially there's not much. You're often just talking about things like funeral expenses and, and clearing an estate and it, it you know, maybe we're talking about $10,000, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less. It doesn't have to be significantly more than that. To get your mother to the table, you need somebody else. You need somebody who is not you because you will always be the child and she will always be the parent. And therefore, in her mind, she rules. So, a compassionate financial planner, I would find a financial advisor who works by the hour. If she's got an accountant that she respects or an attorney that she respects, that person can certainly suffice. But you need somebody else in the room to sit down and say, hey, you got to do this. And we'll do one more from Mara, who says she listens to us on her three-hour driving commute. Ah, thank you, Mara. She says, I have two questions. I work a regular full-time job and a weekend side job. My regular job switched to a Roth 401k this year, and I've started increasing my contribution above the company match. My first question is, if it is equal, whether I fund the Roth 401k or my separate Roth IRA, assuming investment fund choices are similar in both. I have not maxed out my Roth IRA yet for this year. My second question is regarding my side job, which is not taxed. I'm considered self-employed and file Schedule C. Can I qualify for both a SEP IRA in addition to my Roth 401k and Roth IRA? So the putting the money into the Roth 401k is pretty much the same tax-wise as putting the money into the Roth IRA. And I would say just fund the Roth 401k because it's easier. The money comes out of paycheck contributions and you don't have to think about doing it and you know that you'll have it done. As far as the side job goes, the answer is, yeah, you can still make a SEP contribution for, I believe, and you'll have to check with your accountant about this, but I believe it's up to 25% of that self-employment income, which can allow you to put a lot of money away. There is a cap on those contributions. I believe it's $56,000. It might be a little bit more than that. But yeah, stash as much as you can when you can, Maura. And good for you. And thank you for listening to us. Yes, thank you. And thank you for all of your questions. And we finally, as Kelly alluded to in today's Thrive, we're going to talk about how to sell your unwanted goods. Yes, we're all going to clean our closets a la Jill, and we're going to get rid of some stuff. So those 20-plus exercise DVDs were a great investment until you got that Blu-ray player, and that Blu-ray player was a great investment until you got the streaming stick, and now everything is collecting dust and taking up space. And like those clothes in your closet, they haven't seen the light of day in years. So let's turn them into some cash. There is a resale site for just about everything these days. Here are a few. For those DVDs and CDs and video games, you want to head to declutter.com and it's D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R.com, no E, or gazelle.com. 
Four tops and bottoms that don't make you feel like a ten. List the items in your closets that you want to unload on sites like Tradesy.com. Other online consignment stores include the Real Real and ThreadUp and Poshmark. For gift cards, if you got gift cards over the holidays and you are never going to use them because you just don't go to those stores or restaurants, you can sell them on sites like Raise. Or card pool or gift card granny, you won't get a hundred percent of the value, but you'll get something. And the amount that you'll net depends on the desirability of the merchant. Finally, for any gifts that missed the mark this year, avoid them collecting dust by not. Procrastinating on the returns. Although most places do extend their return windows around holiday season, one thing to keep in mind is that particularly if you're exchanging, merchandise is just going to be heading out the door. So you'll do better if you hustle it up just a little bit. Thanks so much for listening to me today on Her Money. Thank you to my friends Joy Bauer and Jill Martin for a fun conversation. Our music is provided by Track Tribe. Our show comes to you through PRX. We want to thank our sponsor, Fidelity. And join me next time when we'll be back with another member of the NBC family, in fact, the CNBC family, my friend Sharon Epperson had a life-altering experience over the past year. She's going to be here to tell us all about it. We'll talk soon.